0: Hey everybody, it's Shaman Sister Sin and you're listening to the Meditations and More Podcast brought to you by BetterHelp.com and LittleShaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. Today I wanted to talk to you about something many narcissists have serious difficulty with and that is a cognitive distortion known as jumping to conclusions. Jumping to conclusions is related to the cognitive distortions known as mind reading, fortune telling, and labeling. Jumping to conclusions is what it's called when someone assumes they know what's going on, what people are thinking, why people are doing things, what's happening or what will happen despite the reality that they do not have enough evidence to come to that conclusion or maybe even any conclusion at all. The conclusions people jump to are usually negative and jumping to conclusions is the result of not making a strong enough distinction between what we actually have evidence of and what we have assumed or what we have inferred. This is not a difficulty that only narcissists have by any means, of course, but it is much more difficult for them to recognize and address it because of the rigidity of their thinking and the way they process information. As we've discussed in other episodes of the show, the difficulties that narcissists have can be similar to the difficulties that many people have, but the reasons or motives may be different, the severity of the effect is much more extreme, and their ability to address or even see it is much more limited to the point that it becomes a set pattern in their lives rigid and unworkable. As you have heard me state many times, narcissism is not about behavior. Behavior requires context. Narcissism is more about patterns, mindsets and motivations than anything else. Jumping to conclusions is not uncommon. The human brain was engineered to size situations up very quickly in order to keep us safe. The brain looks at situations and uses mental shortcuts to quickly assess any dangers so that it can decide how to best protect us. This can become problematic though. If someone's in survival mode perpetually and, or they view the world as inherently unsafe, for example, the way that pathologically narcissistic personalities do, they might rely on these mental shortcuts too much to the point where they make inaccurate assessments of situations because they don't have enough evidence to understand the full picture of the situation and they don't take the time to do so. They misunderstand their assumptions or what they have inferred into the situation as actual knowledge. And it's not. Many times people jump to conclusions, but they know that they're doing that because they're attempting to explore outcomes or trying to make an educated guess about what might happen in a situation. There are a lot of people who have jobs or careers that require that. In other words, they acknowledge that there's a lack of evidence in the situation and that they're only guessing. They know that. Problems arise when people mistake their assumptions for actual knowledge, for genuine knowledge. Problems arise when people don't realize they're jumping to conclusions. They believe that they're acting on actual knowledge and actual evidence when they're not. If you deal with narcissistic personalities in any way, you've probably seen a lot of this behavior. It's very common for narcissistic people to come to quick conclusions about things with little or no evidence to support what they assume. Coupled with emotional reasoning, mental filtering, such as disqualifying the positive, black and white thinking, personalization and other cognitive distortions, narcissistic personalities jump to conclusions that often make no sense to anybody but them. As we've discussed in other videos, narcissists view the world as inherently unsafe and dangerous. This idea not only perpetuates, but is reinforced by their constant misreading of situations and their inability to integrate contradictory information into their perception. It's a vicious cycle. It's a broken feedback loop and it's very difficult to deal with because they're sure that they've made the correct assessment of the situation. All the evidence is interpreted according to a conclusion instead of being used to create the conclusion. Evidence that contradicts the conclusion is dismissed as meaningless or interpreted so as to support the conclusion rather than being objectively evaluated. For example, the narcissist in your life is sure. They know how you feel or what you're going to say. Then when you contradict them, they accuse you of lying. They will not accept or even entertain the idea that they could be wrong. And legitimately, they don't believe you anyway. From their perspective and through their perception, their assumption makes sense. Therefore they're not wrong. You're lying. One of the biggest problems here too, is that many of their conclusions were formed before you ever came along, such as nobody cares about me, nobody's trustworthy, or everyone's a liar. Everyone's only out for themselves. This works in conjunction with other cognitive distortions that involve overgeneralization, such as global labeling, which is the extreme generalization of things and situations. Rather than evaluate people individually or view situations objectively, Narcissists assess everything according to these pre-existing conclusions. And of course, they find evidence to prove their pre-existing conclusions because they interpret everything according to those pre-existing conclusions. It's a broken feedback loop. It doesn't work correctly. The rigidity, longevity, and consistency of these conclusions, as well as the inability to integrate new or contradictory information and their belief that their assumptions are facts, makes changing these conclusions or even evaluating them objectively very difficult for narcissists. Though they don't necessarily realize it, these personalities are simply looking for evidence that proves what they have already decided is true rather than using evidence to come to a decision or to a conclusion. This backwards way of operating is extremely hard to address because as far as they can see it, they have evidence that what they have concluded is correct for them. Looking at things differently or evaluating contradictory evidence is pointless because these things are unrelated to their conclusion and therefore to the situation. They don't matter and they also prove the conclusion somehow. At worst it is seen as an attempt to get them to ignore the evidence that they believe does prove their conclusion. That's the only evidence that carries weight to them and it doesn't matter how much of it there is or isn't. It's a little bit like them saying there are only going to be black buttons in this box. Then you look and you say, actually, there's a lot of white buttons too though. And they say, that doesn't matter. Look how many black ones there are. They are the only ones that matter. They're the only ones I'm counting. The white buttons don't matter and they don't prove the narcissist conclusion wrong in any way. After all, we're not talking about white buttons. We're talking about black ones. They assumed that there would be black buttons. There were black buttons. Conclusion proven, right? Case closed. This absurdity is the type of thinking you're dealing with when you try to show narcissists that they don't really have the evidence they need to come to their conclusions. They just don't see it that way and they're not going to you run into insanity like you put white buttons in the box just so i would be wrong or torturous situations like sitting there watching them count all those hundreds of buttons in the box to prove that there are indeed more black ones just for them to say that somehow it's wrong or it doesn't matter if they happen to be incorrect it's useless This person is not able to adjust or adapt their thinking. They cannot engage in successful reality testing, and it's not likely that they are ever going to be able. If they ever do do any of those things, it will not be because of anything you or anybody else said to them. You are only going to drive yourself crazy trying to show evidence to someone who doesn't really use any. The sad part is they believe they do. Narcissists believe they have plenty of irrefutable, incontrovertible evidence for their conclusions and there's no way to talk them out of it. There's no way to show them that they're not seeing the full picture. They believe they have all the evidence stacked up on their side. It is what it is. They believe feelings are facts. They believe assumptions are knowledge. They believe conclusions are evidence. There's nothing you can do about it. It's often very hurtful and damaging to deal with somebody who is constantly jumping to conclusions, especially because so many of the conclusions narcissists jump to involve assuming other people are going to hurt or betray or otherwise do them dirty. It's extremely demoralizing to deal with someone who is continuously assuming that you don't care about them, that you're going to betray them, that you're plotting against them, that you're going to hurt them. Many of these assumptions appear to be sincere as well. Narcissists generally seem to believe that everyone else really is as hurtful and as uncaring as they are. No amount of evidence convinces them that this is not true or that it's safe to trust anybody, ever. Since being reasonable doesn't work, evidence proves nothing and we cannot control other people's thoughts, feelings, or actions. The only thing we can do in this situation is see it for what it is and remember that it's not about us. This is a person who likely has deep and serious problems with the way they think and process information. There isn't anything you can do about that. You cannot solve the narcissist problems. There might not even be anything they can do about it either. This is a thinking error. And because of all of the other issues pathologically narcissistic people have, it's extremely difficult for them to even see that this is happening, let alone do anything to try to address it. If you find that you have a tendency to jump to conclusions, sometimes lots of people do, you can address it. You can engage in reality testing and use a method called Socratic questioning to objectively evaluate whether your conclusions are reasonable or not. Explore whether or not you have enough evidence to come to the conclusion that you've come to explore, if there are other possible interpretations of the situation, assess whether you are personalizing the situation. For example, if someone doesn't answer a text and you assume that they're angry at you or they're not interested in speaking with you anymore, ask yourself if you actually have enough evidence to come to that conclusion. Are you assuming anything? Are you inferring things that you don't actually have knowledge or evidence of? There are 200 other things that could have happened that prevented them from replying to you. Many you're not even going to be able to think of because you don't have enough information. Have you considered any of these? Everything's not always about us, right? In reality, most things are not. Remember, this doesn't mean we should then jump to a different conclusion, such as now we instead assume that their phone died or someone else called them because we don't have enough evidence to assume that either. It means we should not come to a conclusion at all until we have enough information. Direct communication can help with this as well. Get in the habit of communicating clearly with people and asking questions to gain clarity. Then you don't have to assume. If you're dealing with someone who routinely jumps to conclusions about what you're doing, what you're saying, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, what's going to happen, what you are going to say? Please be aware of how damaging this is both to the relationship and to you as a person, especially if there's no way to correct or address the situation because the person's thinking is too rigid to adapt. And if they believe it's your fault, they think these things because you're providing them with all of their so-called evidence. This kind of thing is solely the other person's problem. And if they do not take real consistent and immediate action to address it, or if they won't even acknowledge that it's happening, then no matter what kind of relationship it is, whether it's a parent, spouse, friend, coworker, it's not going to work no matter what you do. I hope that clears a few things up for you. As always, I look forward to your comments, questions, and suggestions. So please keep those coming. I take appointments online, over the phone, via text, via messenger, via email, and through Skype. So if you're interested in speaking with me one-on-one, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. I teach workshops, seminars, and clinics multiple times throughout the year. So if you're interested in seeing what we're running this month, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that. And if you're interested in joining our support group with multiple weekly meetings throughout the month, access to exclusive content and more, you can visit littleshaman.org to do that as well. You've been listening to the Meditations and More podcast brought to you by betterhelp.com and littleshaman.org. That's me, the Little Shaman. May the Great Spirit bless you. Have a wonderful day.